I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist After Show here at AfterBuzz <laughs> TV. And I am your host and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist super fan, Brandon Hanna. And I have an amazing panel joining me as always. Let's start off first. She is a musical theater enthusiast. You know her, you love her. It's Emily May. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be together again. Yes, so happy. We got the whole gang together today, and we got a very special guest that we'll get to in just one second. But before we do, we also have the amazing voice actor extraordinaire. It's Kitty Kaboom. What's up? I'm so happy to see everybody, and we got John in the house, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know we're all super excited to have John here, but before we get to him, we have one more member of this amazing panel. You know him for his incredible TikTok videos. It's Amir Yassai. Get it, Hi, get y'all. It, get it, get it, get it. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have better talent than I do. Oh, <laughs> and finally, last but certainly not least, is our very, very special guest for this show tonight. You know him as Simon. It's the amazing John Clarence Stewart. Oh, uh, uh, what's good? And the crowd goes wild! Yes! With the red shoes, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah, no, thank you for coming on. We're, I can see we are super excited to have you here. Kitty is particularly excited. Kitty! We... We, we do have an amazing People are loving it in the you. chat. People are <laughs> loving it in the chat. So keep it up. Kitty. Here, keep yeah, chat. <laughs> no, this is going to be a very high energy show for sure. We got to talk about <laughs> Jessica and Simon. They broke up. It's official. It's Cannot official. wait to dive into that. Uh, Ooh, Max, scared. he officially moves to the sixth floor. There's a lot to talk about there. The Maybe shade, even, the uh, shade. The Amir, shade. guessing correctly, a certain song that plays in a particular sequence. Yeah, yes. <laughs> guessed it. Ooh. Yeah, he guessed it. And I, you know, what? let's talk about that Maggie and Mitch duet at the end because that Aww. was something Good. to see. And so, of course. Of course, as always, we are bringing back our special segment. It's our own internal musical monologues. And we're going to talk about songs that maybe you would have with someone you love that you're not particularly getting along with. So mm -hmm. that's going to be a lot of fun to get into. But before we do that, um, let's just get into our overall thoughts on tonight's episode. Emily, let's start with you. What did you think? Oh my God, this I think was my, uh, I have so many favorite episodes. I feel like this is like up there. It was so emotional. I feel like this was a breaking point for Zoe, for Simon. All the characters had a moment where they finally broke through their like emotional barriers. They're sharing their feelings through song. They're finally getting past moments where they might have a, a wall of feelings. And I loved the, the dance numbers. The songs were perfect. And that last moment with Maggie and Mitch broke my heart. It took me about 20 minutes to get off the couch <laughs> <laughs> after I was falling. <laughs> yeah, so I think it, we're all with you there. <laughs> Kitty Kaboom, what about you? Okay, so first of all, I had no idea that Mandy could choreograph a dance in a kitchen using mm -hmm. absolutely no props except <laughs> the kitchen. 
she killed that. And sir, you did that. Okay, let's be you very did. clear. And I don't think I've ever, ever heard Zoe raise her voice. I was like, oh my no, God. I know. She mad. That thing mad, mad. Like she mad, mad. I was not ready for that. Mm -mm. So I genuinely enjoyed seeing her go to higher octaves. Mm -hmm. Obviously she's misguided and she's mad at the wrong people about the wrong stuff, but you know, that's always the way it's multi-layered and it makes all the sense at the end. Mm -hmm. I really just enjoyed seeing her go off, you know, mm -hmm. that was like, okay, sis, wasn't mm -hmm. ready for that. Oh man, that, that kitchen scene. I want to do like, uh, like I learn how to do that in my kitchen. I'm gonna stir everything <laughs> out. I'm gonna make... I'll send you the choreo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ooh. I'll do a video. You that back bend, you that back bend on the thing. With yeah. no props. No, no. props. No, all, all hands, hands free, hands free. Damn. Oh my God. Murdered, bro. Amazing. It was Amazing. well done. With the water still boiling, John, that was yeah. wow. I was like, keeping what the water? Pasta on time. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. <laughs> what about you, Amir? Do you have any thoughts that stand out in particular about um, this episode I, overall? Yes. I do. I agree with M and I agree with Kitty. There's so many, so many good scenes, but my favorite was definitely finally understanding what that control painting in Zoe's apartment finally means. It's off center, which means she, her life's out of control. Her life is, yeah. So finally clicked. I understood the <laughs> you didn't get that? meta. I got the meta layer. You got so it. I was like, okay, I get this show. I am here. And then I love <laughs> here for uh, it. And I also loved the um the impromptu dance party that Mo organized. Such a good song to let it out. I did that mm -hmm. the other day with Robin, Call Your Girlfriend. Danced all over my room and I cried. So yes. I highly I love That's it. It's so cathartic. It's so important yes. to dance. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, I definitely do that around my apartment. <laughs> uh, it helps. <laughs> Heck, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can say hell. <laughs> You can say that. That's okay. Kitty, are you okay? Are you having a word? No, I was just, aren't you the funny one? I was mimicking Emily because she wasn't you. sure who to say. I mean, not Emily. I'm sorry, John. I'm all over the place. Just ask next question, boo. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Brandon, I have a quick question. So I'm going to quickly do some live chat comments. So everyone's loving uh, the energy, especially Kitty. So Winsome Hitchcock said, oh my God, loving Kitty's energy. Janine Bryce said, loving the energy. Um, and then everyone is saying that they are loving Maggie and Mitch. Damn. Mm -hmm. Ivan Soto is saying, can you guys please address the unhealthy nature of the relationship between Simon and Zoe? So we'll get to oh, all we'll that, to but we'll I just wanted to, to give some yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, before we get into our topics for the day, John, I want to know, do you have any overall thoughts on this episode? Uh, I'm not just as someone watching it, but also as someone who actually played a major role in tonight's episode. I think I think today's episode was a swing for the fences. Like we had to, there were a lot of things that had to be executed very well. Like Max had to take a step forward. Zoe took a step forward. There was actual tension in her relationships. And we don't, we didn't get to see her, like Kitty said, explode in the way that she has in this episode, but it's all earned. You know, everyone takes a step forward, but it's all earned. And I think that the, the beautiful thing about this episode for me is that it shows how messy things can get. It shows how no one is perfect. It shows how people that we love um, can sometimes hurt us. And it's, mm -hmm. it's coming from a place, um, it, co it comes from this volatile place when they don't have the vocabulary, they don't have the tools to navigate it. 
And um, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the episode. And lastly, that that scene between uh, Mitch and Maggie, I, I'm, I was I knew it was coming, and I was wrecked. You know, Aww. and that yeah. I think their relationship is something so unique and so special. I think it's pretty. Um, this is pretty wonderful. Yeah, that's those are my thoughts about the episode. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> those are some really good thoughts. Oh well, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I agree one hundred percent, John. Um, you know, I really like what you what you said about everyone moving forward in a, in, in a very necessary and healthy way. Um, you know, we see Zoe and Simon really just let it out and really explode, which is something that surprised me, especially to see that come from Zoe. Um, but there was sort of a catalyst that sort of sets everything off. And that's Jessica and Simon. They, they're broke up. They're broken up for good, it seems. Uh, Emily, I want to know, what, what are your thoughts on this? How did you feel? Did you foresee um, Simon and Zoe maybe trying to make things work as quickly as we did? So I was, you know, I we had that amazing dance number at the end of the previous episode with Jessica and Simon. So we kind of knew something was, was, was most likely ending. And then this episode confirmed it. And it made me, I was so surprised that they started up so quickly that uh, I feel like that they should have just kept it in the friend zone a little bit more, mm -hmm. a little bit longer, even though, I, even though it was really like intense this episode <clears throat> and I, I just feel like it's so soon. Like you need to heal, like Simon needs to heal and heal, like it's not gonna be four days. Like you were with this person for a long time. You were going to be their life partner and mm -hmm. now you're not anymore. And so you need time to heal before you can move on with anyone else. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I was kind of a little, uh, a little surprised it happened so fast. Yeah, what about you, Kitty? Well, you know, the funny thing is me and um, Amir, we watched together. And when we were watching that particular scene, I made mention of Separately, that John, separately on FaceTime. John made a face. Social distancing. Quarantine, we're just no, like- No, no, no. no, no, no. Separate on, the, on the phone. On the phone. No, 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 what no. are we doing? No. <laughs> I saw yeah. your face, John. Right, I saw your right. face. Right, not just John, like, uh -uh. but to the public watching, we watch together as some janky, I watch over his shoulder, FaceTime, because he has a theme. I do not, girlfriend don't have that coin. I don't know what it takes to get it, but I ain't got it, so that's how we watch. Direct TV, okay. baby, I got no so coin let's be either. Clear. Amir got a coin, so he gets the show. Kitty watches on FaceTime through the phone. All right. <laughs> the point is I had synced it in, and Perfect. Amir watching it together, proverbially, proverbial, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I remember that scene happening and me making that statement like, well, damn, you know, because he had been advised to, you know, play it by ear or do this mm -hmm. or maybe do that or maybe say it this way. You know how we rehearse, girls. We do this. I don't know if we guys do, do it, we do. but we kind of have to get it oh. in our head. He's going to say this and then I'm going to be like, yeah. And then I'm going to be like, and then, I'm, you know, that's what we do. We so, talked about it with our girlfriends. Like, exactly. like so we did with Mo and Mo was like, oh, hey, you have to, no, right. no, don't do that face. Don't. Right, right. <laughs> that's why it was a beautiful thing because when she did, when he responded that way, she totally threw it out there. Like, yeah, I understand you're going to need some time. How about tonight? Okay. 
like I, I didn't expect Zoe to say anything but okay. She's a roller. You know what I mean? Like I if they throw it out there, she kind of just goes with the flow. She's they a yes girl. Her, She's a yes they girl. Tell she her can, inner, yeah. They tell her their inner thoughts. So she has this inkling as to what's going on with them anyway. And then they, when they just kind of confirm it through their words that are actually spoken to her, it's like, she's just like, okay, I'll ride with it. It's whatever. Cause I already know what you're thinking anyway. I already know how this is going to go down. So I'm gonna play the game and we'll see how this all plays out. Mm -hmm. But I did think it was kind of weird that she moved that quickly in human real life. I don't know that it would happen that way, but maybe so. I just wanted them to get it on. Tell them, Amir, you're not <laughs> Everyone's in her right? <laughs> yeah, that's no. what I was hoping for. To move that quickly, yeah. I'm like, you might as well get some. <laughs> what are you thinking, Amir? Set the record straight here. Um, I really don't know what to say. I was just operating the FaceTime for Kitty. Uh, Kitty was really kept saying, "Are they going to get it on?" And I really kind of, unfortunately, kind of had a feeling it wasn't going to go well just by his like energy and you know being in this like furnished apartment wearing all black uh, and then he was up all on all the furniture and I'm like you're not going to get your security deposit back um, <laughs> well and he's okay. bringing Andy brought up all the divorced uh couple or the divorced that's what I'm saying and, and yeah dad single dads or something in the like it just it was a bad vibe kind of going in not a mood it was a bad vibe it was it not was a mood it was not a mood to get down yeah. no I, I can dream. I, she, she, very true. We can all dream. That is, true. that is very true. Very true. We have a quick question for John from the live chat. So yeah. Rachel Silvestrini wants to know, I wonder how in love Simon actually was with Jess, depending on when they got engaged in regards to his dad's passing. It could have been more of a coping mechanism than true love. So do you, do you think that like, do we have a timeline as far as their relationship goes? Like, was it before the dad passed? Mm -hmm. I think Simon like, Simon proposed to Jessica after his dad passed, and I think oh, that the relationship okay. I think the relationship was growing gradually as it needed to, but there was something that happened after his dad passed that made him want to have some kind of family, something solid of his own, and so that mm. was impetus. But then, as things got closer and things started getting more real, he started feeling like, "Is this right? Is this right?" Then he started going through the grieving process, mm -hmm. denial. And you start going through the process of feeling it. And then through Zoe, he's going <laughs> more emotional spaces and coming to terms with the fact that it's not right. It's just not right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. now um, I think the, the tricky thing is when someone in a relationship and it ends, it's like, this isn't right. So is the person, the person that's giving me this awakening, is it because of them? Or is it something that I need to do? Like who, like mm -hmm. where is this coming from? You still mm -hmm. fog. And I think that Simon now is in this space where, um, like in this episode, <clears throat> is in this space where it's like, okay, this relationship has ended. I still don't want to deal with the things that I have to deal with. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not ready to deal with it. Or this relationship has ended. It was the relationship. That was the thing. And now that's over. But that's such a surface level thing. It's, there's this other thing under the surface that hasn't been dealt with yet. You know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. inviting Zoe over to the house is, I think, I think inviting Zoe over to the house when he says to Zoe, um, I think we need to have a conversation and talk about this. I think that's true. I think they do need to talk. I think there's been a lot of things that have been going on, a lot of things that haven't been said that need to be said. But I also think that he's, a, he's running away. And mm -hmm. inviting Zoe over to his home is also because he doesn't want to be alone in his home, mm. 
he's just getting into a new home and he doesn't want to be alone by himself and he needs to be right. he needs that but he doesn't want it yet and mm -hmm. Zoe because of her gift is able to see everything that's going on before he even knows and drops into the fact that uh that he's not ready for that he's not exactly he's always like yeah. five steps ahead of someone else's emotional intelligence Sure, sure. It almost seems mm -hmm. like he's kind of like, I've been there, I've done that, I know how to grieve and I know how to get past things. But maybe well, he's not as developed as he thinks. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he, he thinks that, oh my gosh, I have, like, here's the thing. For me, like, I've lost my father, right? Mm -hmm. Years ago. And, um, so thank you. But the thing is, mm -hmm. like, there is this denial and there's, mm -hmm. this, there's this refusal to accept a new norm. And... Mm -hmm. The idea that like, I will cling to anything and everything that is close to me that feels like intimacy, that feels real, so that I mm -hmm. don't have to grieve in the way that I'm going to have to. Because it makes it more tangible. It makes it more tangible. Mm, yeah. And Jessica, Jessica was incredible. Like you could not have found a better partner. Like Jessica was incredible. She did everything that she could, but right. Simon needs to grieve and needs to mm. process. Right. Like there's no other, yeah. there's no way around it. It has to happen. Yeah, so it's much Zoe, but that's what, I'm not going to say that's what we do as girls. I will say that we do as humans oftentimes misassociate what is being um, projected because we don't know how to interpret it. You know, she's making it all about her and how confused he is. And this used to sing that same old song and you still don't know what you want. And this is not about you, Zoe. This is bigger than you. And how dare you minimize his feelings simply because you're going through your own stuff with your dad. And maybe you aren't able to relate to him on that level. And it looks like he's just stringing you along. Like there's so many factors at play here. And she's usually way better at discerning them. But I get it. You know what I mean? She's like having this whole struggle with her dad. So she really doesn't know how to identify those feelings. But I can totally see how he would be that, um, I want to say torn, I guess, to some degree. Yeah. Not what to hold on to but just knowing that being by himself is not the answer for him absolutely and there's another thing I want to add to that kitty is that I don't think Zoe I don't think Zoe does anything wrong I think that Simon is not communicating yeah Simon is not Simon doesn't have the emotional intelligence to understand what's going on and because mm -hmm. he doesn't have that he doesn't know how to communicate to Zoe what's actually happening and right. so like Zoe's trying to fill in the gaps and Simon's always like five steps behind because he hasn't even done the process of being still enough to understand what's happening. Like he's mm. relying on Zoe to tell him what's going on inside of himself. I totally mm -hmm. see that. It's like he's reaching for her because he keeps showing up. It's not like he has this inner turmoil and he doesn't go to work or like he's slumped in his office with the door closed and he doesn't eat. It's more like, I'm a man, I'm here, I'm present. I know what I'm doing, I got this. And then when it all falls apart, you know, it's because he really doesn't got this, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I really appreciated about Simon in this episode. Like you said, John, even though he has all these feelings, he doesn't necessarily know how to communicate. He always seems to be five steps behind of what Zoe already knows. But at the same time, he is trying to communicate with her. You know, when she, you know, comes to him after, you know, having that moment with her father and the father taking the sedative and it really upset her, Simon was just there to want to talk to her, to communicate with her, to talk about the issues 
at hand. And as someone who's been team max for this entire season, <laughs> that was something that really kind of won me over a bit. So now I'm, I'm personally, and it's not just because you're here, John, I'm personally more on the fence now. I'm leaning hold up, towards- Hold up, y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta tell me, is this real? Is this real? Y'all yes, he's this team max real. and he really- I- it sounds genuine. Back. It sounds genuine. No, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I'll give you a hard time. I'll give you a hard time. <laughs> yes, because we have chosen teams around here, just so we're clear. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but no, I, that's something I really did appreciate about the character. And he's starting mm-hmm. to win me over. He's starting to win me over. We'll see how things go with these next couple episodes. And I do want to get into everything going on with Max. But before we do that, I just want to thank everybody watching at home for making us the ESPN of TV talk. We would not be able to do this incredible show without you. We wouldn't be able to have amazing guests like John on the show and Kapil and just be able to, to talk about television shows that we love. So please make sure you like this video, subscribe to this channel, all the uh, AfterBuzz TV channels on YouTube. If you're in the live chat right now, tell us what you think. Leave a question for John. Uh, comment down below. And if you're watching or sorry, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a positive rating there because it really, really helps out the show. And to get back to the show, uh, like I said, I'm Team Max, but it seems that Max and Zoe are kind of going their separate ways of Max going up to the sixth floor. And uh, Amir, I want to go right to you because you guessed it. You guessed it. The boy is mine. You picked that yes. song. You knew it was know. coming. He knew because he always knows. Every week he predicts right. He's freaking amazing. Who are you? you <laughs> prophet? What is it? You see her? It's really, it's really not that. I think it's being a publicist for the last 10 years. Um, I, I think that that job, like, I just... I, like I, just, I don't know I'm just and I watch so much TV I watch an obnoxious amount of TV so I was just <laughs> able to predict that and I and I just felt like Brandy is like making a second coming and second coming come back <laughs> what am I saying <laughs> I was like wait a second wait we Brandy's got coming we back and you know what I meant and so I feel like she's coming back and so I think that bringing her on and giving that fresh take for that old song is is, is fabulous um before I give you my opinions about that I just quickly want to read um some comments from our last episode so people said this is one of this episode was one of my favorites because I'm a sign language student. It's been a long time since sign language yes. was seen in a TV show. Switched out birth was the first. So I thought that was really fabulous. And that's, that's from Tia awesome. Diaz. So that's, that's really, so really cool. amazing. And then the second one, real quick, is Star in Them is yes, that's how I feel about Max. He is pushing it. Just let the girl come to you. If she loses him, maybe she'll realize she does not want him. So I'm still team Simon right now. I wanted to read that for you because you are Simon. <laughs> Um, and I, just to make it very clear, John, I've been Team Simon from episode one, and they have not all been. So let me just throw okay. my co-host That's under Amir, okay. I knew you were going to give me the tea, boo. I knew you were going to give me the tea. That's all I want. I just want a full cup. That's it. There you go. So I I'm going to keep 1,000 with you. I've been Team Max. Okay, let's call no, it that. I hear you. looking like you. a homewrecker. I hear you. Bruh, not for that. You feel me? We have a union about to happen. <laughs> Sit down, little girl. Sit down. My goodness. Right. That wasn't for Sat down. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, I'm um, so sorry to interject. I know we have a, pro- a protocol. A, I know we have a way to do things, but I just cannot please ask one question. Total wild card. How do you feel, or did you know, better question, did you know Damn it, I can't remember his name. The thin one that's in love with the boss. Leaf. 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 I'm so sorry. Leaf. Did yes. you know that Leaf had blue eyes so like that, bro? 
Yes. Okay, here's the thing. You got so here's much soul. Here's, a, here's the thing. That thing can sing. Look, look, let me tell you a story. We all went to do karaoke one night. <gasps> yeah. First, when we first got cast and everything, we went to go karaoke. Yes. And like, yes, you know, we did the table read and whatever and all those things. And Michael Thomas Grant is his name, but like. Thank you. This, this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> he just, he, he turned queen. Like, he killed it. The queen comes what? on, he's just sitting there just like. And I'm just. Right, right, right. <laughs> it blew me away. Well, so, after so, that point, I was like, "Look, man, I just, I just can't wait to see you wail on this thing, bro. I can't wait to see yes. you." Wail. What's your, I what's your go-to so karaoke song? song? Do you have your karaoke song that you, that With you me, like it's, your go-to? Yes, I do. When Doves Cry by Prince. That's mine. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. That's yeah. What? I mean, it's karaoke. Yeah, it's you have to go for it. it. Where are the stakes? It's karaoke. <laughs> Nice, very nice choice. I like. That. What about y'all? What are your go-to karaoke songs? Go. Oh my gosh. Uh, Ooh. Well, mine, <laughs> is, mine is Tony Braxton, "Unbreak Your My Heart." Unbreak oh, you love that song. Whitney Houston, "Children of uh, the Future." For me, I always go Backstreet Boys. Everybody mm, is my jam. A hundred percent. That. That. So I. No, that's I the end thing, baby. Oh, sorry. I like to do like any Kelly Clarkson song. I'm like any Kelly Clarkson song. I'm like jamming to. Oh shit. Yeah. What yeah. about what about like the really emotional ones, like piece by piece? Oh, piece by piece is like I love the acoustic version of that. I would do that like every day. Uh, uh, <laughs> break so away. Yeah. I do. I do it every day. I've been quarantined. It's my soul song. <laughs> Heard that. Heard that. Yeah. That's what's up, Emily. Work it out. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry, yes, guys. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Amir. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what's happening. I was yeah. like, la la la. All I right. was like, do I have something to do? What are we on? What song? What what, what area are we on on the on the you're, show? You're out. No, I want to hear Amir's yeah. thoughts on the boy is mine. Oh, great. Okay, I will give you my thoughts. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, so I, I mean, I thought that, um, is the other boss's name Ava? Yes. Ava, yeah. yep. Ava, I mean, killed it. Like okay. the way that, and then the scene when they leaned back and then Max was between them. <laughs> I was like, both of them are doing Pilates. They're doing something right. So I, it, it was, it was, it was a great scene. Um, I thought it was fabulous. And I really didn't see, um, because I think that Skylar is like such a genuine funny person that to see him like switcheroo and kind of be like the villain um, is something that I like because he's just such a nice person, it's annoying. Um, so I think that like, it, it's nice to see him play like that villain. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm really appreciating that. And I was like, damn, he like has that in him. That was dope, I, I, I was here for it. Hell yeah. Nice range, right? Awesome, yeah. Yes. I gotta say, I gotta say, Amir, like the thing about Max, in my opinion, is like it's it's so justified, you know? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. like he like in the last in what was it, episode eight, you know, I don't know how anybody would get over someone singing that they love you, then like walking in on something like yeah. that. Um and we're still gonna, oh, okay, and 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 you're still not gonna fight for me. Okay, that's that okay. I don't okay, know. and we're still friends. I'm allowing you to stay with the title of my friend. Yeah, mm -hmm. and know each other I mean, like since we they they're sandbox friends, right? Yeah, they they go back. 
I hate to disagree with our guest because I think John's fabulous. Um, but <laughs> I, sorry, I'm just gonna have to say real one quick thing about Max is that he, I don't think that he didn't go to her apartment. He didn't do something overtly romantic. He did. He just kept singing about being con like, he's like obsessed with her. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like puppy love where I feel like Simon's like in love with her darkness as well. And I'm like, I, you I, can't just be in love with someone's all the good stuff, you know? No, but this was I, the first time she's ever even shown that darkness though, right? Yeah, I disagree, Amir. Amir. Yeah. What do you, why do you disagree? <laughs> Put it out there. Put it on the table. Yeah, because, um, because I love this. I, I feel like I feel like Max has a deep I, I feel like yes, he he's known <laughs> Zoe for a really long time. He has a right. deeper level of love for her, and it's just shown in a different way. And I, I think, uh, John, you're right. Where like he was totally rejected this the last few episodes of this whole season, pretty much. And so he's mad. It's okay for him to be angry. Yeah, kind of. He's mad, right? Um, but uh, I, I, where was I going? <laughs> what um, well, well, for so what I heard is that you agree with me. Got it. Do I agree <laughs> with you? That's what she said. Know, on me, that okay. Okay. Get okay. back on track. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick. Okay, okay. let's hear it, John. Okay, so like with Max, right, I think that um, that the beautiful thing about the writing in the show, um, and I think this goes to Austin, is that uh, the way that Max is growing, like Max is growing and he's changing. Like, yes, there may have been this, this idea of like, mm -hmm. like this idealized image of the person that you love, but then yeah. over, the, over the time of the season, like even in this episode, you said Max is a villain, Amir. I feel like, I don't know that there's a villain. I feel like mm. he, he's learning what it feels like to stand with his whole spine, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and the, the thing that hurts and the thing that hurts between like Max and Zoe is that their relationship has been so attached for so long. Mm -hmm. They've probably been through, they've been through so many things together, but mm -hmm. he's learning to stand and look out for himself and what he wants, which also yeah. means learning to, to accept that you have a want and like, absolutely, and not, and not saying, you know, and not asking, okay, I, what do you want, Zoe? Right. No, what mm -hmm. do I want? And I'm going to yeah. go do this for myself. And it feels like when that happens, it can feel like you're the bad guy. It can feel like you're the yeah. bad guy, you, yeah. it down, you know? Um, but in the same in the same token, you know. So, I'm so I just, don't think that she's I'm rejecting happy. him so much. I'm just a person in the world. <laughs> it isn't so much that she that he is rejecting her as much as he's just celebrating himself for a change, right? Well, because he always I agree with that. Her. Yeah, he's, he's like, finally he's yeah yeah he's low key yeah. like a, you're not a troll. That's bad. But like yes. a, like a baby stalker maybe. Like oh, he really no, 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 he's not. I don't think that's with her. No, no, I don't think. No. No, here's the thing. I don't think that. I don't think Max is obsessed with Zoe. I think Max has. I think Max has love for Zoe, like yeah. legitimate love. Legitimate, I don't think that yeah. there's. I don't think there's a world in which. Um, I don't think that in the triangle. I think that there is love in the triangle. I think it's okay. The, mm -hmm. I think the idea is what is the timing are people healthy and are, yeah. people, are people mature enough to accept and give and receive and communicate and those yeah. things are all over the place right now yeah. nobody yeah. is nobody is where they want to be but everybody is feeling this thing that's real mm -hmm. 
That's no, that's beautiful. I mean, I feel like Max took this huge. No, it is beautiful because I feel like Max <laughs> took this so emotional step of, of like career wise. <laughs> John, you're laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> this ca- career wise, taking the step of like doing something for him with no one else involved, and I think it was important for him to do that. And no matter the sacrifice, no matter if it put a wedge between him and Zoe, he needed to do that in order for himself to heal from what happened earlier. So I think it was pretty right. hard for him to do that, but I think it was an important step in his, in whatever mm-hmm. step of like admiration and love he has for Zoe, he needs right. to, he needed to do this. I heard that. I heard yeah. That. Yeah. I, th- I think I agree with everybody for the most part, except maybe not Amir a little bit, but <laughs> no. I mean, come on. Brandon, what is going on? <laughs> Why would you find some There's no real love between Max and Zoe. He threatened someone and took a scooter for her. Okay. He's saying the best. Real. Yeah, that he's saying the best version of 500 miles ever. It is. Scooter. <laughs> I, this is my favorite version. I mean, it is. It is a great version. Did you see his? Remix? Oh, it's fabulous. With I want to dance with somebody. Did you see it? No. No. Okay. Okay. Everybody, do your look. Here's the thing. Skyler, on his own time, recorded uh, a, a, a version of 500 Miles, but he mashed it up with I Want to Dance with Somebody. What? It is yes. incredible. Everybody is it on his IG? It's, it's on his IG. It's on IG, yeah. It's on IG. Do you He's been doing his sessions, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's stupid. That's awesome. Awesome. Right, we so gotta good. check that out. We have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm gonna That's definitely check that out. Amazing. Um, Brandon, real quick. Oh yeah, check yeah. the hair, John. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. We have our chats are becoming like my beard. They're overgrown, <laughs> and we need to get to them. So okay, let me quickly get to the chats. Okay. So uh, people. Okay. There's a really great one for John. Uh, uh, Ivan Soto's asking, "How does it feel?" playing an unlikable character. He, he, that's his opinion. But like, mm-hmm. like a polarizing, mm-hmm. maybe is a better word, polarizing. He can, he can like, be, a, I, okay, to that question. I think um, what, what I concern myself with is not whether or not the character is likable. I concern myself with telling the truth of where it's coming from and being mm-hmm. honest. So like, in, regardless of what Simon does, there's a reason that he does it. Um, and I think the beautiful thing in the writing and what I try to do is, uh, to justify everything that he does. So it's rooted in something honest. And then if you like it or not, that's that's you. And Ivan, you know, if you think he's unlikable, that's cool. But like, I think that my, my work is to make sure that it's justified. And I Got think it. that when I see Simon and the choices he makes, I see mistakes sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. some, that there were moments when I was reading where I was like, man, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> But like, would I do that? It's like, bro, that's right, like, right, right. Yeah, it's not you. Yeah, right. it's not. But as long as it's believable and it always is, then yeah. you've done your job very effectively, yeah. brother. Yeah, you got to tell the truth. And, and I have to say, like, like Simon and Max and 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 so, like all the characters have such authentic moments in this show, mm-hmm. um, and especially, um, especially the 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 moment tonight with Simon and Zoe. Like that was that fight was just like on another level um and it was so emotional so that writing is just so real and you guys oh bring God, it to life always, you guys bring it to life always so good it's like so, so it's like being good. human it's like being broken and and that's very relatable and yeah. uh, someone else is also saying simon doesn't do 
anything with bad intentions. People just happen to get hurt. So a lot of times when you're in the grieving process and people were talking about how like they really resonate with the fact that John, you also lost your dad and you mm-hmm. brought that to the role. And there's like a level of like a layeredness to it. Sometimes like, that's why I always say like LGBTQ people or, you know, people of color should always play the roles that they are. And it's like similar to that. You're bringing your experience into the role mm-hmm. and you can tell it's very full and very robust and really well done and people are also saying that um you really kind of go there with the character so i just wanted Mm -hmm. to kind of give everyone a little shout out um so everyone's standing you john yeah and john in that same respect we talk about this quite a bit every week we we sing the praises of the show because we genuinely love it believe me if we didn't that's the job our job to be like well not so much but we do genuinely love it the dancing obviously the choreography all of the casting has been superb Mm -hmm. but we always talk about the fact that these writers these writers my guy they are so on point in terms of like making it PC without making it PC. You know, that one scene where Zoe was in the, um, across the hall with um, her bestie slash neighbor. Mo. 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 Hey, what Mo. is wrong with me and names? I'm so okay. sorry. Mo. <laughs> I, gotta Mo. I gotta work. I gotta get better. We are Those a family like a giant tree growing up to the sky. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> and they're dancing together, right? And then they say they're doing like the little workout video. I don't remember the mm-hmm. words verbatim, but I just remember Zoe saying some offhanded comment about whatever she was going through. And Mo responds, oh, and that's called white privilege. Now back to working out. Like it didn't <laughs> stop the mood. It didn't, it wasn't like mm-hmm. some gas grasp your pearls. It wasn't like, well, let's, let's unpack that. It was like, this is what happened. That's not stopping us from being friends or communicating yeah. effectively and respecting each other. But I'm gonna definitely call you on your shit, girl. Just as I uh-huh. expected me when you followed mm-hmm. me to the church and you sang yeah. to me from the yeah, let's okay. And I love yeah. how the writers are so good at that. They seamlessly put us in positions where we're like, wait, that's like life. Like that's yeah. happens. You know Absolutely. what I mean? It's on a totally different level though. Like without yeah. making it a thing. It's not like a thing. We don't have to examine it and have like a full-on mm-hmm. drop-down drippy scene about it, but we're gonna mention it, we're gonna acknowledge it. And then maybe on in the later on in that very same um, not segment but show, then we'll talk. We'll hit on it a little bit more to like bring it home. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I just yeah. like they're architects. They are so yeah. good at that. Absolutely. It's totally relatable. I feel like we see each other and we see ourselves in many of these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, John, to to talk to talk about Kitty's point, did you work closely with the writers when you have these big scenes and these moments? Well, I mean, yes, I think that 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 the relationships vary and they're different writers for every episode and everybody's in the pool. Um, but there were, um, there were definitely close relationships as we worked on things. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is this as well, they're brilliant. The writers are brilliant. They are, right? Austin is mm-hmm. incredible. Austin is fucking incredible. And yeah. the, there's, there, is a, there is a care. There's a care mm-hmm. that I find for every character. There's a care mm-hmm. that I find for everyone and what they want and how they want to achieve it. And I also think it's so beautiful that everybody is going on a journey. Like there's mm-hmm. no one that's frivolous. There's no one that's throwaway. Everyone's going on a journey. Everyone's traveling somewhere. And um, in that, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity. I had a, a professor of mine tell me one time, she was like, when, when you write a piece, you want to have a lot of doors and windows. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop with the metaphor. <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's how I was feeling because I'm not disrespectful. But I, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that monster. I was like, what the fuck? No, she didn't do that. But what she said, but 
the thing that she was saying was when you write a piece, there have to be different access points for different people. And in this, there's a lot of different access points, you know, and as the characters grow, the access points get more broad because they start changing and they're evolving and they make mistakes and then they try to do better, you know, so I think that's, that's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> So, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, uh, absolutely great. Unfortunately, we do have to start wrapping up. Uh, we are running a little low on time. So I just want to jump to uh, if anyone has any questions that they would really love to ask John right now, Kitty or Amir, or Emily, if anything comes to mind, uh, shoot. Well, I wanted to ask a question. <laughs> what was that? Is that a crystal? <laughs> I have my crystals with me. Already, oh, already. I have a crystal question. over here too. Is that supposed to ward off any crazy questions? I'm like, what's your questions? Uh oh, ward it off. Hit me. Go, go, go. What's that? No, because you're so jovial. I knew you would be a sweetie patootie. I just knew it. Hmm. So, because you're a cutie patootie and a sweetie patootie, I'm going to jump in and ask you Has there ever been a real life experience, IRL, where you've been torn between two women? Like, has there ever been a triangle situation for you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is okay. So this is the this is why for me, like this is why I don't demonize Simon, and this yeah. is why mm -hmm. some in, in certain ways mm -hmm. it's difficult to play him because um, it it was it's very close to home in some ways. You know, this idea of being really close with someone, being in love with someone, mm. and connecting with someone else, and feeling like feeling this connection that. Is it, it's like, is it love? What is this thing? What is this thing? Yeah. That's, and the fact that it exists, do I deny it? If I deny it, does that make me a bad person? I'm just going to put it here, but I can't deny that it's real. And now I'm in this conundrum. What do I do? Mm -hmm. You know, wow. and then having to, having to then move in integrity, you know, and sometimes I, I'm not going to lie. Like it's happened more than once in life. Um, and sometimes, you know, I know what it looks like to move in integrity, I know, and I know what it looks like to not move in integrity, right? Absolutely. I, I know yes. both of them very well. And, uh, and I see in Simon someone who is really trying to do the right thing. And um, that is what makes me really happy to play him, you know, and to not, to not, uh, to not judge like what he does because there's, because there's healing to be done, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I, and I wish that, you know, I, I wish sometimes for me, I wish that I had a character like Simon to look at and to, to see, go through this process, you know, just to mm -hmm. know that it was okay to fuck up a little bit and, and try mm -hmm. to do right and find your way, you know? Yeah. Right. Again, life, oh, right? Man. Well, yeah. What is, uh, <laughs> Emily, you okay? You're yeah. I just, it's like, it's deep. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, no, I'm like, whew. It, it really is. Uh, I, I think that's, that's going to be a perfect place to end things. Um, John, thank you so much uh, for that answer, for being so honest about so yourself, good. giving us yeah. uh, more insight into who you are, but also who the character of Simon is. It was a real pleasure to have you. So just thank you so much again. This was a lot of fun. And I know the audience at home really enjoyed it. Um, okay. If they want to find you when you when they're not watching Wait, the not Extraordinary the Playlist. No, unfortunately, Kitty, we, uh, we do have to wrap things up. It's oh, a but we'll bring oh, it back no. next week. I promise we'll bring it back next oh, week. Okay. So if people want to find well, me, yes. Instagram, yes. jstuiii, Twitter, Stuart underscore iii, 
And also, um, if there was a song that was sung in my soul and in those times when I was like split or uh, affected mm-hmm. between my love, it'd be mm-hmm. Let's Start Tonight by One Republic. Yes! Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's, a that's a good, good one. one. That's if you want it to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love it. Does anybody else want to give their song as we're closing out here? Yeah. Boom. Where can people find you? Oh, my name is Kitty Kaboom. K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M. On Instagram, Kitty Meow on Twitter. And uh, my song is Love and Happiness. Make you want to do right. Make you want to do wrong, baby. That's my drink right there. (laughs) You love the person, but y'all going through, okay? That's that Al Green. <laughs> Damn. All Damn. Right. Emily May, I know you got a song for us. What do you got? Of Where course. I mean, my song is going to, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite, Broadway, and she was also a Glee star, Leah Michelle, on her solo, nice. her first debut album, she had Battlefield. It was her single and it is so beautiful. It's heart wrenching, and she has an amazing voice. So I would go check it out. The lyrics nice just drive the tension between two hearts, kind of getting uh, torn uh, torn apart. So uh, go check it out. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can find me all over uh, Twitter and Instagram at Emily May Heller. All right, and Amiria Sai, do you have a song for us? And where can people find you? Yes, I do. And just very quickly, I'm just going to give one shout out real quick. Rachel Silvestri, I also love that everyone gives and doesn't need advice from everyone. No one on this show is a guru and everyone is Mm -hmm. growing together. So real quick, that's just, I want to give her a shout out because it's a really good point. Um, We love the show. Uh, You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, TikTok, Amir Yas underscore. Go watch my videos. I try so hard to bring you all that content. (laughs) I he's really so do. funny you guys he's I funny really yes, I really I mean. try I really really try thank you Kitty and I think my song will be uh call your girlfriend from Robin because when most people meet me they need to call their girlfriends and break up with them because they met me <laughs> um <laughs> so that's kind of my song and that's what I would sing to people in the midst <laughs> that's your claim to fame baby I'm done you need clarity you just need to end it you just yeah <laughs> Done. It's a wrap. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Amir. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. And for me, if I have a song, I'm actually going to pick a song that's already been sung on this show. And it's Just Give Me a Reason by Pink. When I think about someone you love and having arguments with them, having issues with them, I always think in this dark, romantic, weird place, because that's just who I am. So that's the song I'm going to go with for me personally. And I just want to thank you, John, for uh, getting us to share our songs anyway as we close out that ended up working perfectly. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming. I'm going to keep that in mind for next time for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker. I wanted to do the song. Yeah. The fans, have the fans, please let us know what songs you would sing because we love hearing, even post your videos, post your uh, yeah. post your song lyrics. We want to hear you. Yeah. yeah 100%. Or do a TikTok video of one of the songs you saw tonight. Yeah. yeah. And don't yes. send that shit back to me because I'm not doing no damn challenges. Just to let you know. Well. <laughs> Well, that officially wraps everything up for us here today. So once again, thank you so much, John, for being on the show. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, John. And thanks everyone watching at home. We will see you all next week. Aw. Bye, John. Thanks, John.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.